Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Lewis Says Black coming to you with another podcast, baby. And today's topic is we are going to talk about the lovely R&B seamstress that goes eloquently by the name of Ashanti. Now, unlike most normal podcasters, she didn't do anything crazy or off the chain in the media that we need to talk about. But just like the title of the podcast says, I call it Appreciating Ashanti for her songs and her sexiness. So she didn't do anything off the chain or anything worth talking about necessarily this week. But she did go to some type of little event, some type of little party or a show, because I did see a few pictures of her doing her song what's love with uh fat joe that's the song that she was on with him and you can tell that obviously he was doing his rap parts and she was helping singing that lovely hook and it's the dress that made lewis black's headlines it was a blue dress <clears throat> and the thing that caught my attention is the way that it was cut and set up you'd have to google the picture for yourself to see it so maybe if you want to pause this episode and go to google real quick and just do a recent google image search or type in ashanti fat joe blue dress whatever you got to do and when you see this dress it is just the epitome of what she is which is elegant classy sexy and provocative because with the way the dress is cut you can tell that she is butt booty birthday naked under that thing You know, you can tell, which a lot of times women do, you can tell that with the top part that she's not wearing a bra, but she's not the first last to do that. But what was so unique about this dress is the way that it was cut kind of on the side and on the leg. You can tell that she ain't have no drawers on, dog. And man, I'm talking about the only thing she had on besides that dress was a nice pair of, uh, open-toed shoes showing off those pretty little toes and um it just really kind of made me think back on just her career and just how she's evolved you know of course when she first came out she was a little younger a little of age and she came out in the very super late 90s I think one of the first times that we probably saw her and nobody knew who she was she was in the background playing the cut like most new artists do in Ja Rule's video. How many wanna ride with me? How wanted me to ride with me? I've been going to the road lately. Where my gangsters at? Where my bitches at? How many wanna That hype ass song that was on um the soundtrack to some type of movie or whatever. She was in the background doing that and she was still just a little skinny. You know, and then when she came out, you know, when she finally came out with her song, because she built herself a buzz by being on Ja Rule's hooks. And I mean, whoever else was on Murder, Inc., Cadillac, Tyne, all them. But I hate to say it, it seems like for a while, as far as major releases, which is another reason I give her her props. On the rap side, it seemed like Ja Rule was the only one in the gym shooting. And then obviously for the R&B side with her being the only R&B person on that label like that, for real, for real, it was her dropping her releases. So that's what kept Murder, Inc. relevant, and that says a lot. A rapper and an R&B singer and a few releases that I never invested in 
with um, Cadillac, Todd, and uh, it was Todd a lot, Todd murder and Cadillac something. Or I, I don't know. See, once, once again, that just shows how irrelevant them other niggas was. So the whole point is, she, you know, she made a lot of bread for Murder Inc. Clap it up for her. Made Irv Gotti a very rich, wealthy man. Shouts out to him and whatever residence he has out there in New Jersey that he was able to get off of that money. And not saying anything bad about him. Not saying that he was some type of ripoff artist or something. So I'm not coming at it from that angle. I'm just saying that, hey, it, the, the proof... The proof is just public. You know, it was Ja Rule and Ashanti that were the workhorses of that label. And they really uh, put it together. You know, she was the first lady of the label. And what I liked about it, her that was unique is usually when it came to these labels, the first lady had to be a rapper. Like there was. I think her name was All Money is Legal Now. Yeah, Emil. So there was a meal for Rockefeller and her name was kind of like a an acronym, like all money is legal, which I get it. You know, how you get the money may be illegal, but the money that you spend, that is legal tender. Then you scoot on over to the Rough Riders and you got Eve rapping on there, the pit bull in a skirt, doing her thing. And then it's like, all right, you know, who else we got on Def Jam? Murder, Inc. We're going to do something a little different. We're going to make our first lady be an R&B chick. She's going to be pretty. She's going to be feminine and dainty, just the way I like them. And pretty much whenever we need somebody on a hook, we'll make sure that for the most part so that we can save some money, we make it to where a female can be on the hook. And for the most part, we're going to have Ashanti knock out these hooks. Even though there was a few times where they would outsource and have little Mo do a hook or uh, Christina Million do a hook. I think the only times that they would do that is because those particular females had a different vocal range than Ashanti that was needed for that record. And that ultimately wound up blending well because the records that Ja Rule did with Christina Million and Lil Mo wound up being ultimate classes and this is coming from somebody that is team 50 so at the end of the day i'm team 50 i'm team g unit and the only reason why i'm sitting up here and talking about murder inc is because of the lovely ashanti because she was and not saying anything bad about the sister but she did have one strict range which was that pretty voice you know, she had a pretty voice that could, you know, put a man at peace and at ease. You know, she wasn't no Mariah Carey. She wasn't about to sit up here and emotions. She, she wasn't finna do all that. And she wasn't finna get gritty on you like Mary. She wasn't finna, once again, yell on you. Like Christina Aguilera, hey, 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 you know, no. She had her little sweet little thing. I just wanna rock you, baby. Can you ride with me? And it's like, hey, you work with what you got and you don't try to force it. Especially when it comes to this thing called music. 
Now, I started to notice around chapter two, when that Rock With Me song came out, I noticed something kind of different. <clears throat> like, okay, she done grown up a little bit, and now they got her on this beach. You can, you can tell. You can tell that they done oiled her up, and I'm talking about thighs. She brought fit thighs. I mean, I'm not going to say that she brought it, because, I mean, nice thighs have been just an attraction to men since the beginning of time probably since even the caveman days when niggas was hitting chicks upside of billy upside the head with a billy club and dragging them to the cave thick thighs were in back in slavery when niggas was picking cotton nice thighs and nice legs were in back in the 20s 30s and 40s when brothers was wearing conks in tuxedos in, going to little juke joints in, really using that footwork and dancing and throwing chicks up in the air and catching them and spinning them around and all this and that. Thick thighs were in back in the 70s when it was all about black power and brothers and sisters were walking around with froze. The 80s, back when cats had jolly curls. The 90s, back when cats was rocking boxes and cross colors and Pelly Pelly Carl Kanai FUBU Sean John Rockefeller you know what I'm saying always been in but she was one of the last ones to bring that natural sexiness about her and Beyonce because Beyonce has some legs on her too Reminded me of Tina. That's what reminded me about Tina Turner when it came to Beyonce. But Ashanti was right there as far as the legs. So I'm like, okay, she's got some nice thighs. The thighs is what was coming out to me. Like, okay. I'm like, she must be hitting the gym or something. Or, I don't know, maybe it's Maybelline. Then what really got me was when the BET Awards came up and they put her out there on that stage with this short little bitty one piece dress on with them legs oiled up I'm talking about I'm thinking to myself did y'all just take two bottles of baby oil and just said hey we're going to pass one to homegirl on the left or homeborn left whatever and then we're going to pass this other bottle maybe a bottle of baby oil to a old boy on the right and we just need y'all to grease them suckers up and I said look at these thighs and I mean, she ain't no flat booty chick, you know what I'm saying? She's got a booty, but it's just proportionate to her body. And it's something where it's like, boom, it's fitting and it works. It's not just all out there, just super stupid, stupid, crazy. But you know that it's there. You know what I'm saying? Breast, they cool. They're there, but it ain't, you know that she ain't had no plastic surgery. You know, I'm thinking, I don't know if she's got kids or not, but I'm thinking, you know, having some kids and that milk coming through probably make them pop out a little bit more, but who cares? Like most brothers, I'm a booty man. I'm a booty man. You can give me more booty than I can stand. I'm a booty man. You can put that big old booty in my hand. I'm a booty man. Straight up. And she's got that pretty face. That's something that I feel like she's one of the last Mohicans with that. 
even though there's plenty of girls out here, IG models, real chicks or whatever out here with pretty faces. I feel like what is dominating and took over the game and I blame us men for it is us dealing with these handsome ass chicks with huge asses. Huge asses that for the most part aren't natural. That have been bought and have been created. And we have went for that. So now a brother, well, I don't know how you can walk past an Ashanti, but nowadays it seems like a brother will go past a skinny, thin, Aaliyah looking, Aaliyah built type chick who someone like Aaliyah, Ashanti and them, they are just nines and dimes about the face. And we'll go to this handsome ass chick. And when I say handsome, that means that you look like a dude. You look like a dude, but you're a handsome ass looking dude. You know, you look like a handsome ass dude. A handsome dude looks manly, but has a face that's tolerable. They'll go to these handsome ass chicks who literally damn near look like they daddy with a wig on and no facial hair with a big old ass and some big old titties and I know that that started down south because down south brothers have always had a thing for big old booties but back when y'all used to like big old booties them big old booties was natural you old country ass dudes them booties came from the diet Red beans and rice. Give me a what? 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 Sir Mix a lot say. Give me a sister. I can't resist her. Red beans and rice didn't miss her. Cornbread. Steak. Mashed potatoes. Only thing that ain't finna fatten her up on that damn plate is probably the damn green beans. Red beans and rice. You starch. Proteins. You know what I'm saying? The masses would be nice. Nice and big. Soft. You can just grip them. And then, and back then, you know, even then, these chicks would be pretty in the face. What happened is a lot of these handsome ass chicks, they wound up getting hip like, oh, we can mess around and get some implants just like a woman with no titties can get breast implants. How about you put the implants in the butt? Boom, butt shots. Shanti still to this day represents that natural woman. And at one point I'm thinking to myself like, ain't this woman about 40, 41 years old or something? How is she remaining this sexy? It's like, damn, she didn't got sexier. She has got finer. She's definitely not on the decline. Not now, but my prediction is if she keeps this up, She's going to be one of them women that are going to be what we call fine for 50. Fine for 50. You know, kind of like Holly Berry and them was. Kind of like how Angela Bassett and them was. Vivica Fox and them was. Fine for 50. So I'm looking on one of her appreciation pages and I'm seeing a whole TikTok uh, compilation of her working hard in that gym. And I said, okay. And I'm seeing her course she's not lifting weights i'm seeing her doing all kinds of leg exercises the shit where you're kicking your leg up in the air while your stomach is on the ground and she's going back and forth with that big ass uh round ball which is what's keeping that stomach 
real tight. And I'm just thinking to myself, yep, that's what it is. She's hitting that gym. And that should be an inspiration. Sisters, if you want that big old ass, and mind you, brothers don't want a big old ass necessarily. We want a nice ass in proportion to your body. So, the gym can do that. Squats. And oh, you don't have to sit up here and put on some leggings and some tennis shoes and a sports bra and drive all the way to Gold's. Drive all the way to Planet Fitness. Drive all the way to 24 Hour Fitness. Or drive all the way to some hot, upscale, high class, exclusive gym where you can meet you some brothers that make real money. That's probably somewhere far from your upscale community. Nah, man. You can do squats at home. You can do squats at home just like you can do sit-ups and crunches at home. A proper diet. Because, see, what happens is, and I learned this from my college roommate, you know, back in Hampton University, around the time that Ashanti was coming out, you know, a lot of these girls on the campus were looking like Ashanti. But imagine they had that flat stomach like Ashanti and they had just a little bit more booty. Just really some booty that pokes out at you. So, you know, after a while, we just became booty fanatics. And I remember it was this one chick that I was looking at that had a nice little button. And my roommate, he shouts out to my old roommate. He said something that had me dying because it was so funny. As a rapper, I like when people talk and rhyme at the same time. That ain't a crime. But it made sense. He said, nah, man, she got more gut than butt. I said, what? He's like, look at her, man. She got more gut than butt. Check her out when she walks past the table because we're in the cafeteria eating like a uh, dinner or something. And then I was like, okay, I see the butt sticks out. But I was like, I see the gut sticks out just a little bit more. And that's something that y'all women fail to realize, man. Sometimes y'all be having butt, but y'all be having gut too. And it's up to us brothers to set the standard. And I hate to throw this woman in everybody's face, but Ashanti, when it comes to natural sexiness, she is one of the women that is a public figure that represents that. When it comes to her sexiness, me and another close friend of mine that is with me all the time, we give her the ultimate salute. Back to the music thing, she's got endurance. Cause back when 50 and Job were beefing, nobody was left off the playing off the battlefield when it came to 50. 50 had that Pac mentality where he's gonna diss you primarily, but he's gonna diss everybody down with you. So 50 used to talk about Irv. Irv, he used to talk about uh Cadillac. He used to talk about the uh other dude. And he even talked about Ashanti. Tried to say that baby girl had sideburns like uh, Eddie Munster. Because she did have some little bitty kind of sideburns that were coming down or whatever. I don't know what it was. But, you know, she kept them slicked down or whatever. But 50 was just that petty. And that's what I love about 50, his pettiness. And she was saying, and you know what I liked about it? 
She's an R&B female. She's just trying to live in an R&B world. She's not trying to get caught up in that rap bullshit, especially that beef, because a lot of what started that beef was, you know, them actually putting a knife on 50 and some physical altercation where somebody could have lost their life. But I like how she would say little things here and there about 50, just holding her ground. You know, typical, you know, New Jersey-born girl. And her attitude is sex. That'd be one of the last things I talk about. You know, her voice is real sexy. Her body is sexy. But her overall little swag is sexy. And, you know, I would see it kind of in the music. But she's making girly girl music. So I never bought an album. Only reason I was able to hear part of what she was talking about is because for some reason, I guess because it had more of a grown woman vibe. My mom wound up buying the Ashanti Chapter 2 CD, which had that, oh baby. So I wound up taking a good listen to that. And it had a few good songs on there that I was kind of liking. Um, When I saw her acting in the movies... I think, yeah, I don't think I know. She was in Coach Carter, the basketball movie with Samuel L. Jackson, and she played the girlfriend of one of the ball players who winds up getting pregnant for a second, but winds up losing the baby somehow. And, you know, they go through their little things, and she plays the little girlfriend role. And I just like that little smirk, the little smile she had, you know, the little wittiness that she's always had about her when she's talking because she's that East Coast female. And I hate to say it, but I'm sorry. I got a weakness for cute East Coast girls. Or should I say women at this point? Cute East Coast women. I'm talking about not when you one of them handsome ass chicks, but I'm talking about when you are just so dainty and so cute about an eight, nine or a dime in the face. But you still got that word up, yo. What up, B? Come on now. Nah, I mean. And this is shit that was trying to be saying. Word. So it's like that, son. Oh, you bugging. You didn't hear my last song? That shit was crazy. That shit was bananas. You illin'. Whatever, get out of here. All of that little fly shit they be saying and they be sexy. Ooh, woo. Oh, oh. Hey, what old boy, uh, Michael Myers' character when he played the Jewish woman on Saturday Night Live? He was like, oh, oh, I'm getting over Clef. I need a moment. Discuss amongst yourselves. Hot dogs. Do we really know what's in them? Oh. Discuss. And then he would be holding his heart. Whew, just talking about sexy East Coast women. And them little accents. And that crazy little East Coast. Because I'm not just going to call it New York. But the New York and New Jersey. They, got pretty, they pretty much share the same language. And then Philly girls. You know the ball. You know what I'm saying? And all this and that. They got their own little language or whatever. But them East Coast women, their sexiness and their language. Oh, my God. And then just the way that they can be sexy in jeans during the winter with that ass poking out while still wearing a coat that's going to keep them warm and wearing them damn Pimbalim boots. Uh, 
I'm sorry. I'm from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. I'm from the Midwest. Our girls be wearing tennis shoes in the winter. Mm-hmm. Some of our women just be throwing shit together. Mm-hmm. They be having some style and some charisma. I'm telling you. So shouts out to the girl Ashanti. I wanted to give her the flowers while you can still smell them. Because of course not wishing that on her on any uh, early terms or anything. But I just noticed that a lot of times... <clears throat> We may talk about an artist when either A, they do something crazy, or B, when they get accused of something, or C, heaven forbid, when the Lord calls them home to be with him and his son. But I like to just call it, you know, living legends, giving people the props while they're still here. Oh, before I forget, gotta give her props for being a class act. I didn't watch too much of it because it was her doing a versus with Keisha Cole. Good matchup. And I kind of saw little clips and they say that Keisha Cole was just really being real shitty and just really being a dickhead. And people talked about how Ashanti was just playing her music and really being a class act. So that's something else that turns me about any type of woman. When a woman can be a class act. Especially when a woman's supposed to be around our age. I'm 39. She's about 40, 41 probably. When a woman our age can act our age and be a class act when somebody else is being a dickhead, that's sexy to me. I I can't do ghetto chicks anymore. I can't do ghetto chicks that just fly off the handle the first time you get fly at the mouth. Mm -hmm. That shows me that not only did you not have a daddy around the house, Cause having a daddy around the house keeps you disciplined, lets you know how when to hold him and when to fold him. Something that my dad used to say. But being around the right woman, and she was very public about her love for her mother and having her mother out there. You could tell that by looking at her mother that this girl Ashanti definitely, definitely has some Native American Indian in her. I don't even like to call them Indians, cause. The white folks, they literally had been to India and they saw that the Native Americans had a similar complexion. So they was like, oh, we'll call them Indians. No, Native Americans, people that were here first. And that long, natural dark hair and the way that it flows down and then that little bronze type skin complexion and her mama's really got it. But, you know, you could tell by the way her mama acted. You know, I ain't, you know, I, you know, no disrespect to the dead because, uh, you know, shouts out to Keisha Cole. I know that her mother Frankie just passed, but her mother Frankie was kind of off the chain. And part of that behavior did run down on her daughter. And you could just tell whose mother is who when it came to that versus from the little clips and highlights that I saw. You know, oh, shouts out to women that have Native American in them. That is also another turn on to me and I like the fact that that Ashanti has her natural hair so with her having that natural she can just flip it how she wants to whether she wants to make it curly or straight for the most part you know I see that she likes to rock it straight shouts out to Ashanti for never cutting her hair oh for never just cutting her hair off and rocking her damn hair low like Chris Paul And then growing this shit into a damn Russell Westbrook box. 
And then trying to, you know, maybe do the 90s Holly Berry with it. Shouts out to that girl for just keeping it. And I'm pretty sure every once in a while she's probably clipped a few inches here and there. But for keeping that long, black, natural hair, that's something else that I'm into. Damn it. With that said, that's been my Ashanti tribute, and I've got a special tribute for you. I know that usually when I end my show, you guys are used to me playing um, a rap song from, you know, various uh, popular artists. But I figured it's not a tribute if I sit up here and talk about this lovely woman and don't play none of her jams. So it's a special treat. I picked out three different jams that are favorites of mine. Because I really don't listen to her music Not because any of it's bad But because it's just girly music And I'm a manly man But these are Three songs Where she came out with videos That really always stuck to me Like okay when this song plays I'm gonna stop what I'm doing And I'm gonna sit here and listen to these songs to the end So I hope you enjoy It's been another episode of the Lewis Says Black Show Be safe out there y'all
they can be only one. Switch a house, Shanti, Bow Wow, what it do? Houston hard hit out the 713. It's the people's champ, Bow Wow, yeah, that's me. Come take a ride with a player out the Lone Star State. I'm just a hustle on the grind, don't forget in that case. I came up from the bottom, now I reside at the top. I used to run away from cops, but now it's Benz as I cop. I used to post up on the block like y'all mean in the paint. But now I pimp the parking lot, driving slow and sipping drink. With a Shanti on my side as I glide like Clyde, and nothing less than 24 inches of chrome on my ride. It's just something about the way I tip O's and grip grain. And got these bottles on the sidelines going insane. I got them on it. My making game is out of control. But I don't know if it's my looks or my big bank roll. I'm 24 years old. With a mouth all gold. My game's cold and that store's been sold. It's wild, wild, baby. baby. See, I don't know why. why I'm feeling just the way I do. It's been a long time. I thought that I was over you. But now you're coming around again. Nice. I stood alone, I stood alone. Shot. But now, but now. Uh. 